everybody. Welcome to More Than a Score. I'm your host, Elijah Fields. Today, I'm sitting down with the Riley Winslow. She's the defense specialist for the Marshall Thundering Herd. Riley, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Pretty good. I can't complain. Um, like I was telling you, I appreciate you joining. Um, just because, you know, mental health and sports isn't something that's like very talked about. But, you know, with this platform, you know, a lot of athletes are going to get a chance to tell their stories, experiences, and just stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one thing, one topic that I wanted to ask you about today was the idea of relationships. Uh, and when I say relationships, I mean like relationships along the lines of support systems. Like what kind mm -hmm. of people do you keep in your life? You know, especially with you being busy, uh, you know, you're not always available, but everyone needs somebody. So I guess my first question to open it up would be what kind of people uh, do you keep in your life? All right. Well, okay. So I definitely, of course, keep my teammates in my life. And yeah. um, I think one way to handle that is to make sure that you are on good terms with everybody, but also you have like your certain people who make you um, feel at home because mm -hmm. you'll be closer with others, um, some more than others. And so you have to find those people who um, can spark joy for you, as our coach yeah. says, in, um, church community back home, who yeah. is always praying for me and asking how I'm doing. And sometimes some of them can make it to some of the games. And um, also family members who reach out pretty frequently. Like if I forget to check in on them, they check in on me. And so I think it's great. It's also just so important to have people outside of it because sometimes like I'm a person too, not just a volleyball player. So I need right. to be able to not talk volleyball with somebody. So right. um, that is having like connections through uh, my classes and teachers as well, because I can talk to them about just life in general and it doesn't have to be sports all the time. That's phenomenal. And, you know, uh, as I was doing research and prep for this interview, you said, you know, you talked about it's good to have people outside of volleyball, you know. Yeah. I also picked up on the sense that, like, you're a huge dog person. Um, yeah. Go off on tangent a little bit, like, do you have any pets or, like, because I know you and the team, you guys do a lot of work at the Cabell County uh, Animal Shelter. Yeah. So it's like, do you have any pets of your own that, you know, just help you de-stress or, like, you know, clear your mind? Yeah, so I don't actually have my dog on campus with me, but I have a little Yorkie poo named Bo. And whenever I'm home, he like does not leave my side. And I just think it's so nice to have just like a little companion. And I really think that dogs are like God's gift to us because yeah. they just, they know like I can be sad or just feeling some type of way. And he's just like right there with me. And also he does little quirky things that make me laugh. So I'm just like, oh, how cute. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I mean, animals are awesome. Like I agree. They are god's gift like that just yeah. the way they know it's awesome yeah um so i i would also have to ask them actually i know like you guys are out on the roads uh out on the road sometimes and it feels like days at a time that you're on the road and you know depending on the city or state that you're in it can feel like weeks or it could just feel like really long periods of time so yeah. what's your ideal like comfort environment you know i find comfort and structure so I like whenever I know where I need to be what I'm doing and like that I'm checking things off my list so um when I'm traveling like I used to get a little bit stressed out traveling but now I appreciate structure big time and then um just another comforting environment is where there's positivity because I think it's very easy to become 
um, stressed or anxious if there's a negative talk and like just lack of confidence in the air. So I think um, keeping things light and under control is that's comforting to me. <laughs> you mentioned earlier, you know, you, you have people outside of your sport that you like to mm -hmm. go to um, in terms of like a best friend or just like, like you said, like someone in your church community, how important, like if you were talking to a younger athlete on how important those bonds are, uh, what, what would you have to say about that? So I would probably say that um, I've been blessed to find people like that on my team. And like, again, in my church community, but when I'm here on campus, I have teammates that I can go to. And for a while there, I would just keep things to myself and I'd be like, really sad and just thinking I was the only one and then you talk to your teammates and they open up and they say the same thing and it might be slightly different but everybody has got something that they're feeling or thinking and um like now that we're having open conversations it's like I'm not going through this alone and this is why we create these bonds so that I can trust you with things and if I'm having a tough time like you can say something to encourage me. Our coaches had us, um, like they prompted us to find a buddy on the team, an accountability partner. And yeah. if you do something kind of stupid or like you're struggling, they're supposed to give you a signal. And so mine is Bryn Brown and, um, she's like one of my best friends. And so, um, she would give me this little like hand signal and we'd look at each other and I'd just like, yeah, I know. Like I just messed yeah. up. And then um, another thing is like back home. So since I'm not home all the time and I can't always like be there in person because that's I like in-person connections. But um, I can tell like my um, grandparents or I can text them and ask them like, hey, like I'm going through this. Can you just pray for me? Or like they'll just tell me something encouraging. And then sometimes my um I have like a lot of family in the church. And so my best friend's grandmother is like another grandmother for me. Yep. And she like, I can text her anytime or she'll just tell my parents like, Hey, I'm thinking about your girl. Like they just, it's very much um, like, if you forget to check in on somebody, they will check in on you. I just think it's great. Like nothing goes unnoticed. I, I honestly, like, I love what you said about the accountability piece because mm -hmm. along with, you know, people, you, you want people to consider your feelings, but you also want the truth and you also want them to, you know, hold you up, especially in the times, yeah. you know, you really can't keep yourself accountable. Um, yeah. Is that something that's like been your go-to or something that's been like a pillar for you throughout your college career? My freshman year, I, I liked accountability, but I think I was also like afraid so much of making errors that like, I wanted them to tell me things, but I also don't know if I was handling it the right way. So then this past year, when we were um, introducing the accountability partners, I was like, I like this because just because someone's your friend doesn't mean they need to blow smoke up your butt. Like if you're sucking, you're sucking and a real friend is going to tell you. And so that's what I like because um, friends not going to sugarcoat it. Like she's going to tell me like, Hey, make the past better because she's a setter. So um, my first contact is basically going to determine what she can do at the law. And so uh, I appreciate that because friends aren't supposed to just tell you one thing. If they just tell you what you want to hear all the time, then you're not going to get any better. And that's outside of sports too. Like that's just in life. Like you need honest people to be around you. So 
obviously I came to some of your guys' games last year. You guys were one of the more fun teams to watch that we, you know, that Marshall presents. I see how excited you guys get, whether it be a spike, a game set mm -hmm. point, like what goes into that? Because that looks so fun, but I know it's deeper than just like jumping and shouting. Like I know there's yeah. like hours and hours of, you know, pretty much uh, you find you find that stuff out in practice and behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. So like what goes into the moments that you see uh, on game day? I think the excitement comes from us just wanting to like have fun because sometimes we get so caught up in it and in the process that we forget that like we play this sport because we love it and it's be because it's fun. Like that's why we're here at this level. And so um, those points that we celebrate in the match, it's like that's a tiny little victory. Like, I just get excited because like once you get excited, you can feed off other people's energy. And it's so important that even even if you're like tired, you have to give something. And um, there's just our coach talks about like the intangibles and how if you're on the bench, like you're the other person's biggest cheerleader. Like it's a we over me mindset. But we also have something in the gym where if we are complimented, we're supposed to um, say we green. I believe that's what we say. Sometimes yeah. I forget, but yeah. we're just, it's acknowledging that people are saying good things to you and giving you a compliment. And um, it's important because as women and as athletes, like we're trained to hear the negative. And so um, we hold on to that more than we do the positive sometimes. But if you hear yourself repeatedly saying that over and over, then you're like, I'm doing good things. Like people care about me and people are trying. And also it's just like, um, like the atmosphere is just fun. Like I get excited and hyped for other people's games too. But whenever like, like I just like, whenever you said that, I just pictured Essence going up and just like blocking the ball. And like, I get so hype off her and I feed yeah. off her energy. And like, I yeah. want her to be like, girl, that got me hype. Like, let's go. Yeah. And right. So um, I don't know. I just think it's kind of, it's in you. Like if it's in you, it's in you. Like if you get hype, turn it up. Like, it's just kind of like, a thing I love that because that is like I mean as a fan like that's when I get hyped too like you just see yeah. Essence jump 40 inches up into the air and yeah. Just, yeah. It, it's just, yeah I, I can definitely see that before I switch topics real quick spoke about the we over me mentality um yeah. obviously we see that on your guys Instagram like whenever your coaches post they use that whenever you know anything volleyball related is talked about you hear the we over me mentality could you talk more about that so um, we are, we're trying to not do what's best for like the individual, but more what's best for the group. And so of course, like you have to, like if something is going on, like with your health or um, you're trying to get better at a skill, like, yes, get better because you need to, but it's also like, why are you wanting to progress? Okay. Cause I want to help my team. And so it's also, we have a large roster yeah. We're going to have a large roster for like the next two years. And um, there's only six positions on the floor. And of course, people are going to rotate in and out. But there's a good chance that not all 19 people, 20 some people are going to play. And yeah. so you have to make up in your mind, like, how am I going to go about this? Am I going to have a positive attitude where I want what's best for the team? And our coaches are always saying like, okay, if you're being honest, if someone's doing better than you, 
and they're helping the team win, then you should be that person's biggest cheerleader. And that should also encourage you to want to get better. But it's also like, are we winning? Is it working? Like, so it's, um, it's just being bought into the process, being bought into what's best for each other and overall just what's going to help the program succeed. And um, it's also in the classroom. So it's not only in practice, it's not only in games, it's uh, my GPA is not only just representing me, our GPAs uh, come together to create that cumulative GPA that shows where we stand, not only at our school, but like in our conference. And that's a big deal. And um, it's something to take pride in this, you know, like there's so many different facets that you could incorporate with the we over me mindset but um those are just the ones that stick out to me the most like how how am i handling myself to where i can be the best for the team and then how am i trying to be selfless so that the team can progress and going back that gpa was a 3.82 accumulated if i if i recall correctly i think I, it, it was in there it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was very high is what i'm trying to say so obviously somewhere in there um now switching over so we talked about relationships and the people you mm-hmm. put around yourself um yeah. how important is like being alone to you like how important is alone time i'm very much like i like to have at least one person with me a lot of the time yeah. and so i really a lot of people don't like the dorms i really didn't mind the dorms because i liked having a roommate yeah. and um, just being able to like kind of like bounce ideas off of somebody else or just have somebody to talk to a little bit here and there but um a long time is important I would say what I did would be like sitting at the student center at a table by myself doing homework listening to music um also just like going and sitting in like the common room or whatever or just being outside for a little bit to where I can just take a break or or driving somewhere like going to the store by myself I don't always like to do that but if I do need a long time I'll just like run errands on my own I also um like I kind of have a little bit of time by myself whenever I'm driving to church on Sunday mornings because I found a church here and I'll go by myself and so yeah a long time is important but part of like me feeling at home is whenever I'm with other people. And I think that's why I chose Marshall was because of the home aspect of it. So yes, and no on a long time. Um, Real quick, I just want to ask you, you know, how do you feel in terms of hardship? All right. Mm -hmm. So every season has ups, downs, and everything in between. Is the we over me mentality, is that what you keep? Or is there something else along those lines that you keep? When it's really high, I think it's more just like keeping it fun mm-hmm. and remembering why we're doing certain things so you don't like lose track of your focus. But then I think when it's in the middle, you just have to like set goals or like kind of have reminders in place. Just like do things with a purpose, which it's very hard to to always have an intention, I think. And it shouldn't be that hard, but as athletes, like we have classes, we have social lives, we have sports, and then we're also trying to get eight hours of sleep each night and everything. So um, if you're not being intentional, sometimes you don't realize it till you like slip up and then you're like, wait, let me like hone in, refocus, like 
why am I here? Why am I doing this? Blah, 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 blah. Like, just make sure you keep yourself in check. And then um, when it's low, I think you have to find positive things to keep you going. So for me, like if something wasn't going my way, I would find something I was looking forward to, whether it be with my team or without my team. Like sometimes it's just like, oh, like it's been kind of a tough week. Um, maybe something is not going the way I want to. I'm so excited. I get to go to church on Sunday or like I get to go to BCM on Wednesday night and have like a little bit of a, a relief or um, my friend said she wants to get ice cream with me. Like I'll look forward to that. So like whenever there's little, like whenever there's a lull or it sucks and it's just not going my way, I try to find other little things to make me happy that maybe aren't always in volleyball. So like, I remember I was struggling a little bit this spring and um, uh, we were actually listening to a podcast and the doctor on the podcast said like, 10 minutes of holiday each day. Like you don't have to wait for that one week in the year to just like step away from your reality. Like you can just take a little bit of time each day to just sit back and like do something that makes you happy. Like my friend Olivia and I, we walk at Ritter and stuff and maybe like the week's not been the best or whatever. And sometimes you just need some fresh air. Like it really is the little things. And so I would say whenever you're, Whenever you're up there on that mountain, like, keep it going as long as you can. But um, my dad always says, like, your highs should match your lows. So don't don't go to one extreme and then go to the other and, like, completely bottom out. Like, I love that. That's, like, like that's it. That's the that's the home run answer. Like, keep a level head and don't bottom out. I love that. Yeah. Um, so we're getting towards the end. I, I always – one thing I want to do – is every athlete that I have come on here, mm-hmm. I feel like there's always something on that person's mind, whether it be mm-hmm. mental, physical, cultural. Is there anything before we close that, like a message you just want to give to young athletes or anything to just go ahead and close this out? I think um, a lot of people probably struggle more than they realize, like they don't know what to call it with um, burnout or like confusion as to like who they are um, without their sport. And so I would just say, like, if you're feeling confused as to like, what would happen if you quit, like you've hit, like you just hit a slump, like, don't, don't just quit yet. Right. Take a break and then make it fun again. Because, um, I had some really rough club seasons in high school that made me think I didn't want to play anymore. And I didn't want to, um, like even try to, I didn't want to do club. I thought I was going to end in high school. And then I was like, no, I'll just go to like a regular, like um, I'll go the regular college path. Like I'm not going to pursue sports anymore. And I was really down. And um, it was like, you start associating um, things that used to not like bother you. You start associating them with negatives and then you associate your sport with something negative and it's just your mind gets all jumbled. And I would just say, like, take a step back. It's okay to take a break, like make it fun again. So like I if I get in a lull and I'm like struggling and um, wondering, like, why am I doing this? Like, I'll step back. Maybe like don't touch a ball for a while. I'll keep working out. But like yeah. um, and then do what is fun to you. So like I played sand volleyball and like it made me. Yeah have so much fun with it and it was relaxing. And then it's like, 
I'm a competitor. I compete. I like to do this. So I think like that little girl or boy, like back in elementary school or middle school, they start playing the sport because it's fun and because it means something to them. And I think if you're in sports, you're somewhat competitive and yeah. that should drive you and it lights a fire in you. So like rekindle that fire um, and do it at your pace, but also like give yourself grace because so many people go through it. And um, I just saw myself as like Riley volleyball player. Like if I don't play volleyball, who am I? And so mm-hmm. I have to remember, like I have several redeeming qualities besides being able to um, yeah. play volleyball. And so, um, because this is a season of life, like I won't be able to play volleyball forever. And so um, cherish the season that you're in, but also know that like when you're done and when it ends, like you still have so much left to offer. Yeah. That's awesome. I And honestly, like hearing that makes me that much more glad that, you know, you just, you know, you decided to come on. Like, I appreciate that because that's something that people can use. And, you know, when they're taking a break from listening to their music before a game, hopefully yeah. like this is something that they can listen to and think like, dang, Riley was right. Like, no matter what happens <laughs> after this, like I still have value as a person. Yeah. I, thank you for that. And I appreciate you coming on today. I uh, appreciate you taking time. 